Welcome. Welcome to New Light Living Podcast. I'm Marika Sullivan. I'm an intuitive spiritual life coach and a galactic astrologer. Today, I have this amazing guest with me, Cassandra Deanne. I was uh, having a conversation with Cassandra and, and I learned that she's into the gene keys. She's into the human design and she's into astrology. So it's like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> let's have her on this podcast. And today we're going to focus on, um, the gene keys and as an energy system, but specifically also the Venus sequence. And some of you may be familiar with the gene keys already, but of course, we're going to learn a lot together here from Cassandra today and specifically around uh, how we can work with uh, the Venus sequence, which is based on the word, uh, you know, focused on Venus, beauty, relationships, uh, heart-centered uh, energy. So why not just dive into this? And before we do that, I'd love to welcome you, Cassandra, here. Why don't you um, introduce yourself, please? Absolutely. And before I get into that, I just want to say, Oh, thank you so much, Rika, for having me on your show. I just, I've loved everything I've heard you share and you just inspire me when it comes to astrology. So I'm looking forward to our talk today about the Gene Keys. So a little bit about me. So I am married. I have a teenager, live out in the country, and I am a certified human design reader and a Gene Key guide. I have studied for quite some time astrology. As a matter of fact, I experienced a spontaneous awakening that actually took place on a solar eclipse. So that astrology was my very first love that kind of propelled me into this journey of where I am today. My biggest passion and why I do the things I do is really I aspire to help individuals unlock their authentic expression and to really just come into who they are, give them themselves permission to just be, to be present and to enjoy this whole earth school experience that we are here to journey through. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I think the only other thing I'd add to that is I am a crazy cat person. I love cats. I uh, have three and yeah, so that's an important fact about me to share as well. <laughs> Great. Thank you. That makes us two. I have two cats oh, <laughs> as <yay>. well. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lovely. Um, So I want to ask you this first, before we go into, uh, a, you know, anything about the Gene Keys as an energy system itself. Uh, why, Cassandra, do you feel that, um, you know, unlocking our heart or self-love or really getting in touch with that inner energy of which is really represented in the Venus sequence here. Why is it relevant to even talk about in the terms of the gene keys? Like I, I'd love to hear your opinion on that um, or your view of why is it relevant? 
Absolutely. And what, before I answer that question, I'm going to add a little piece to this to just say up front that when we are looking at unlocking the heart and, you know, connecting to that inner self, in my experience and my spiritual journey, the Gene Keys was where I received the most transformation and specifically the Venus sequence. I can still remember the first time I heard a audio from Richard Rudd, the founder of Gene Keys, and he was talking about the art of contemplation. And in this meditation, he was encouraging you to just be present and to acknowledge how your body feels, to recognize the shadows that come up and to just allow them and to look at them with gentleness and, and with more of a, um, like you would look at a child expressing a concern. And that is so heart centered and kind and loving and nurturing nurturing to be able to give ourselves that sort of gift and i found in my experience that this was the key this was the key to unlocking and to really getting into the healing work that needed to be done because it wasn't until i could look at my experiences my journeys my trials in a in a new I, a new perspective of love and compassion that I was able to move forward. So often in life, I feel like we are quicker to try to beat ourselves up about it or to repress it or try to act like it's fine. But rarely do we sit with ourselves and allow our heart to speak to us and to treat it with such compassion that allows us to get into this deep work because the Venus sequence is deep work. <laughs> yes, I love everything you said there. Yeah, the vehicle is really our own uh, commitment to ourselves and to create that space. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Um, so yeah, because otherwise, like, what do we do with all that insight? Mm -hmm. And I love that you opening with with reminding us all that for any change to happen, it really is not just the knowledge that we need to have, but actually to make it into um, an art, it, it's to give us ourselves that space. So yeah, within ourselves. So love that, love that. Yeah. And um, before, um, if there's anyone that's not really familiar with the Gene Keys or, or the Venus sequence, which is um, a certain part of the Gene Keys. Tell us a little bit about what actually is the Gene Keys and and also what is the Venus sequence so that we kind of square away the terminology first. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So as I had mentioned, I am a certified human design reader. So I started there, which has helped me in understanding the gene keys, because when we're looking at the gene keys, human design was sort of the precursor. So the human design system is taking different astrology, um, astrological placements uh, to formulate a chart and the gene keys uses a variety of these same 
um, placements in developing their chart. So let me just back up a hair and say, when we're talking about human design first, is we're looking at a, a, a system. I love that you used energetic system because it's exactly that. And it's based off of the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, the Hindu chakra system, and a whole lot of astrology. And so when you pull your chart, you need the same information you would to pull, say, your natal chart, which is your date of birth, the exact time of birth, and location of birth. When you do this, the chart that comes, you have astrology listed at birth and you have astrology listed approximately three months prior to birth and this side that's three months prior to birth is what is considered more of the um, unconscious or the subconscious and this is absolutely ties in when we look into the gene keys and where these specific placements are coming from so Gene Keys was brought to the world by Richard Rudd, who actually followed the founder of human design for quite some time and to the point where the universe sort of gave him his own unique download of information that kind of used components of human design, but it was a completely different energetic system all together it's very nurturing and esoteric and has this yin quality about it that i absolutely love so the venus sequence is a part of what is called the golden path richard has his own particular let's say we'll call them journeys that you can go on of self-discovery and so there is the activation sequence which is a lot about understanding the the four pillars that make you who you are there's the venus sequence which gets into as we talked about unlocking the heart self-love and relationships and how relationships tie into that journey. And then there's the pearl, which is a more around the theme of manifestation or a, a finding a sense of fulfillment in the world. So these paths each have unique essences to them. All are wonderful and beautiful. And I, I, it is a journey of self-discovery these these paths are best experienced through uh self-reflection and contemplation within yourself so today what we're going to be talking about with the venus sequence it's essentially a combination of various spheres they're called but because your audience is very familiar with astrology i'll just say different points between the conscious and the subconscious placements of the earth the moon and venus and mars so those are the placements that we'll be looking at and diving into when we look into the venus sequence yes i love that you brought up the the fact that it's actually taken also into account prior to birth which mm -hmm you know, the, the energy uh, is not just like, 
it's it's much it's taking into account our multidimensional self, which I love mm-hmm. to address, of course. But it's um, yeah, and and what you're saying here too is it's really really important. It's it's very easy to get technical right with this and say okay just because i have a certain profile and it's similar with astrology just because i have a certain profile or or something is interpreted a certain way given to us right because it's interpreted through let's say richard rudd to begin with and then but the importance of translating that for ourselves what does the this insight that this energy system or any energy system such as human design or astrology or jajinkis what that really is is a translation within ourselves to become our truth that it's very easy i see sometimes um, these systems being really taken literally mm-hmm. and and that's that's uh, I, I love that you brought that up that it's really the contemplation and the the work, the inner work that we do on our own <laughs> to translate yeah. those insights that we gain by uh, you know this journey of self discovery that these systems can can uh, provide, right? Yeah. So the Venus sequence, um, if you don't have a chart, I would highly suggest to go to the Jinkies site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, to go to the Jinkies site and pull your free po- profile. This is uh, Richard offers amazing information and insights in there that just that alone has value to it and it's free so why not you know um so when you're looking at the chart you're looking at the red spheres is the venus sequence and if you pull up the full golden path you'll probably notice that some of the spheres such as the purpose listed on the very bottom of the chart has two colors this means that it is a part of both the whatever color it is such as for the purpose it's part of the activation sequence and the venus sequence and when you take the golden and the golden path whichever uh journey you're on they have different interpretations and meanings and reflections that you consider so we'll start with the purpose when we're considering it through the lens of the venus sequence so when we're looking at purpose This is essentially the sphere is bringing awareness to the fact that everybody that comes in our path and comes in contact with us is in some way or another magnetically drawn to us to help us on our journey to connecting with or feeling that sense of purpose. So it would be the purpose sphere. Now, when we move up and we get to the attraction sphere, um, oh, Let me go back real quick. I'm sorry for the purpose sphere. What we're looking at there is the on the design side or the unconscious, which is three months prior to birth location of the earth. So that is the placement for that. Sorry, I missed that. Um, Next, going to the attraction sphere, we're looking at the design, which is once again, three months prior to birth 
the uh, moon placement of this. And when we consider the moon in human design, there's also an added layer of the moon is here to, it's what helps drive or motivate us as well. Uh, that's something that human design adds that layer to it. I believe when Richard Rudd refers to the attraction sphere with this he talks a lot about um more of the darker side of the moon our desires and you know uh sexuality is associated with this sphere so this sphere what it does is it it is our mystical magnetic force that sort of draws people towards us for the purpose of transformation. And in the Venus sequence, one of the things I love Richard talks about is he encourages commitment in, in relationships. So often, you know, we, we get in relationships and we think, oh, I need to, you know, you, you know, cut that person off, cut this off. And Richard has the theory that he shared that if we look at our more challenging relationships with a more broader open perspective, what we might find is what's being triggered is exactly the things that we're meant to heal, evolve, <laughs> and go through. So of course, I'm never condoning, you know, any situations of domestic violence or anything like that. But for most people, when we look at relationships, the attraction sphere is literally calling in, bring us in the people that are causing and helping us to go through these experiences to bring transformation. That's not always negative. You know, that could be eye opening and insightful, but it's here to bring some sort of change. The next sphere we're looking at is the IQ. Um, and this is connected to the intellect, and this is the personality Venus. Now, when we get to the next few spheres, what we're looking at is each one of these is associated with a wound. And when we talk about unlocking the heart, and when we talk about self-love, the thing is about the Venus sequence, like we talked about in the beginning, it's that willingness to go on these journeys to heal evolve when we come out of that victim mindset and when we expand and transform it's then that we are able to offer our highest expression of love so this is also the venus sequence can be kind of looked at as your personal wound map and when we start at the IQ, we're starting at the wound that has been implanted or developed around the ages of 14 to 21. And the IQ sphere, this wound, is a lot around how we think, what we tell ourselves, our mental blocks. And we're designed to go through this journey of self-reflection because the next sphere on the other side is the EQ, which is associated with the emotions. So with this, we have to get through that first initial 
reprogramming of what we tell ourselves and how we think to be able to really get to that added depth of the emotional maturity we're looking for. And I'll add a personal note here that this was where I had the absolute most transformation in my life. And since your listeners appreciate astrology and my chart, I have the gate for this is I have it's called 20 and it's the line five. This is my Venus on my personality. So that's astrology at birth, Venus sign located in Gemini in the eighth house. So eighth house transformation, death, rebirth. Okay. So this one really (laughs) hit home Um, there. So what this is for what this meant for me. So the 20, when we're looking at the gate 20, this is all about contemplation, being present in the now be allowing yourself to be this desire to live and feel this moment, to not be caught in the past or worry about the expectations of the present, but to just be here right now. Now, unfortunately, some of the shadow expression of this is a sense of detachment. It's a sense of feeling like, you know, you're not feeling present. You're not feeling sort of lightened up by life. And it can have this essence of just following the status quo, you know, kind of not being present. In in Gene Keys, they also talk about this as superficiality in the sense of getting caught up in that 3D realization of the world, that material realm of existence, and not looking beyond that. And with this, you can also, when we look at it from the Gene Keys perspective, I have this as the fifth line, which represents the practical mind. The shadow of this can be distorting the facts and seeing things reality as distorted, you can be over dramatic. I can remember there would be times in my life with my husband and we would get in an argument and I, you know, he would say something to, to me and he would always scratch his head and say, how on earth did you get here from there? because my insecurity because that's a big part of this line to um and this gate is coming to self-assurance the 20 and the gift in jinkies is self-assurance but with my inadequacy and my my lower vibrational you know shadow self <laughs> running running the show um i i always it, it everything got distorted because I saw myself as distorted and awful and, you know, all of these things. So it was hard for him to carry on conversations with me because my perspective of reality was so distorted from my own lack of sense of self and understanding. So the gift of this, however, is coming back to recognizing um being in the present moment you know embracing life for not just the material essence of things but that deeper 
sense of purpose and you know stepping into that another shadow on this for me was being busy all the time because that's another way you can distract yourself from from being in the moment and not dealing with the things you should be self-reflecting on, you know? <laughs> and so this was a hard one for me. And there was a lot of self-reflection to, it brought up triggers with a wounding from my mother as well, because this was something I could say was a generational thing that I kind of was feeling I was clearing um for myself so that was a powerful one mm. and yeah what was the impact since you gained that insight about yourself like when you first started to get insights from let's say the gene keys around this and um, what was the what has the impact been in your relationship i'm just curious <laughs> oh my gosh so much i mean so much these were just a few of the spheres that i've listed there's so many more and for each one when i was going through this i had very powerful um you know i i've i've grown to understand that you know trauma and things get stored in the body so I don't want to, I don't want listeners to feel like, oh dear Lord, you know, um, there were not everyone hit so hard. I mean, like I said, this was in my eighth house and Venus is my chart ruler. So it, there <laughs> was the obviously, <laughs> yep, that was the one, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so there was a lot to do with that, but it has caused so much transformation in my life, so much transformation in my relationships and these realizations. And I've, you know, I talked about with the last one, self-assurance being, you know, a challenge. And I have gone to see such transformation in my, in my marriage even, and my husband pulled me aside one day and he we had done something for the weekend and he said to me cassandra he says you have appeared to be the most self uh selfless you've ever been in your life and i said wow that's really interesting because actually the things that i did were coming from a place where i felt permission to care about how i felt and make that decision without worrying about so many expectations. But in the past, things would be like, well, I have to do this because if I don't do that, then they're gonna be upset at me. And I guess I'm gonna have to, you know, and I would do things, but we can't hide that. We can't hide that shadow. You can't live that way and it not be energetically felt by those around you. And so I joke that, you know, being insecure, being the people pleaser has been the most selfish thing I've done in my journey. And as I've healed and grown, it's allowed me to unlock my heart, to be more loving, to give myself permission to be here in this space, just like anybody else has permission to be in that space. And by learning and healing through the things that, like I brought up the example of my mother and different things. When we're holding on to these shadows, we're always filtering our circumstances through it. So until we heal and evolve from them, 
then we're always going to be considering and bringing them in as players in that experience and that journey where when we heal, we detach and we can love and appreciate ourselves, and we can love and admire and appreciate somebody else and then be able to cohabitate and interact together without all of the mucky stuff Mm. clouding. Yeah. What a beautiful, absolutely beautiful example of transformation. And, you know, from, from now on or from that place, uh, reaching for a higher, you know, energy, if you will, in, in that interaction, for example, with your husband. So, so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> so the EQ comes after the IQ. And this is the personality Mars. So the Mars at birth, this is the wound from seven to 14. I touched on earlier that we're looking at emotional maturity. So when we're looking at this, we're on a journey looking at how we express ourselves emotionally. The next one is the SQ. And this is the spiritual component and it's associated with our design Venus. So this is the Venus three months prior to birth. And this is the wounding that took place from the first seven years. When we're looking at what this sphere means, it's kind of calling to the spiritual heart or the essence, you know, that inner, that, um, original child that is connected to, you know, all the spiritual, you know, purity, I guess you could say. So this kind of is like a call to an inner essence of our uh, spiritual service and higher purpose. And then we come to the core wound. And the core wound is the the big one. It's the one from, from birth. So this is uh, you know, right from the get go, a big journey that will be a part of your life. This is called the sacred wound as well. And this is associated with the unconscious or the design uh, Mars. So you can also look at this as when we're looking at an unconscious Mars, we can look at Mars needing to mature, you know, or evolve over time. And so this is essentially kind of like the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. It's when you start off, this is going to be a big essence of what you're here to navigate. And then when you get into the pearl sequence, this becomes the vocation. So it's kind of like when we go through the things and we learn what comes next, we're here to share them. You went for went through them for a reason, and now you share that wisdom with the world. And so, yeah, those are the different <laughs> spheres of the Venus sequence. I love it. Yes, yeah. thank you for that beautiful go through because sometimes it's it's difficult. Like, where do I start with this? And we yeah. we uh, wonder kind of what does this all represent? Because I get a lot of questions too sometimes. Like, how how do I use this? So thank you for this mm-hmm. go through. It, it gives us, you know, some information on, on what each of these areas or within it's it's actually energy within ourselves. Yep. So that's mm-hmm. how I translate it. It's it's yeah. all part of who who we are. Uh, and, and it's, it's important to kind of have that foundation, if you will. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Now, 
there's a lot we could talk about next. <laughs> because <laughs> there, but what I'm curious about, uh, and if I put myself in, in somebody else's shoes too, it, it all comes back to what you said in the beginning, that willingness to go on a journey of self-discovery. So let's say somebody has pulled their chart and uh, start to read or take in information about each of these spheres uh, that you just mentioned. What is the next step? Um, or Not step, but like how I'm curious as to your experience in, in how to actually experience this system. Uh, because now we're taking it from learning a lot of things, right, into the space of what I call, you know, we go from learning to wisdom. How do we create wisdom with this system and this? The gene keys are a wonderful energetic system, but in reflection of sharing them with the world, Richard has shared from a contemplation on gene keys 60 um, that says, the systems, the energetic systems that we have are great. They help us bring out the information to the world, but we always have to come back and remember our essence and our multi-dimensionality. And so while they're great to allow us to digest and proceed, we always want to be mindful, not to be too dogmatic and to allow these energetic systems and these these things to speak to us and there's no right or wrong way of doing it so would i say that the best way would be if you were someone in a position that you could let's say purchase the venus sequence and go through all of the steps because in addition to all the spheres in between each one is a pathway there's meditations there's so much content there would i say that that's a really good way yes i would is that the only way no it is not so you can if you're wanting to bring out the wisdom of what this has to offer you first thing i would say is meditation sit in meditation pull your chart you can sit in meditation and you can just put the intention out there what do I need to know? What would you like me to explore? And you could intuitively begin your journey of contemplation for each of these. I talked about the IQ's intellect. I talked about the EQ's emotion, the SQ spiritual, the core wound is a sacred wound. You know, maybe one of these things stood out to you start there that's your intuition guiding you towards those journeys of transformation but i would say that most of my realizations came from the willingness to sit down and ask myself the questions to listen to my heart so if you heard nothing else from this you know podcast episode today that is that is one of the most important things by opening that door the wisdom will come the experiences mm -hmm. will come the journeys will come and if you don't mind i know i've taken a peek at your chart um Ooh, you know would yes. you mind if i shared a couple of the things <laughs> um so 
I mean, the feel free. Yeah, I'm curious. (laughs) Awesome. Um, You know, one thing I wanted to mention that was kind of cool, we'll start off a little lighter. (laughs) Um, I know I mentioned for me that IQ um, was a big journey because we talked a lot about that out, you know, I just kind of mentioned, I noticed in your chart, you have the 31 two here. And so the 31, I mean, I'm not going to say I favor any of the 64 gates, um, but I do favor some of them. I've got a, a couple handfuls of them that I admire. I don't have many of them um but uh the 31 i really i really love because this is all about influence but why i love this is because the leadership quality that it offers isn't like the seven which in human design the seven gate seven is on the other side of this channel the seven is the army leader so it's way of authority is saying this is what i need you to do you know where the 31 on the other end i look at as more of the yin expression of that so this says influence this says these are things that i feel would greatly benefit you but you're gonna need to show up for yourself here are some steps you can take so it's it's leadership through that yin nurturing quality of this is this would be good, but you have to do the other part. And so I love this. And so when we look at the IQ here, um, you know, this can have, uh, you know, various different expressions. I know I we've only chatted a few times. I don't know too much about you personally, but one of the thing, ways you could look at this, if someone was to have this when it's related to the IQ, which is the intellect, or the way we think this could mean perhaps early in life feeling like you you suppressed that wisdom you suppressed that leadership capability you suppressed your your expression or your 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 opinions maybe you know whether feeling inadequate um you know or or for whatever reason, maybe not feeling heard, but this could be maybe um, because it's intellect and things we tell ourselves, it could be, well, they're better to talk about that than me, you know, you know, they would, they know what they're talking more than I would about this subject. And that's not accurate. That 31 wants to come out. And this on the other flip side of that could be, you know, either that or you can be the child that really wants to tell everybody you know how they should be doing life um so that could be the other end of it and the neat thing about the line two here is it says that you have a highly expressive and creative mind and so that is one of the gift potentials that you have with that and then the other thing i notice is let me tell you that nine nine point five that (laughs) nine line five it gets you twice in your chart i'm not sure Mm -hmm. how familiar you are with the gate nine but um i definitely would spend some time in contemplation on that um there but generally speaking we can look at nine is um an individual that has a great ability to kind of 
complete things through steps. Um, they have an eye for detail and can be methodical. It's like if you picture yourself, I want to get from here to there instead of jumping there, the nine has a gift for taking one step at a time, one step at a time and allowing things to progress in that sense. Um, so this can also mean sometimes that, you know, you may take to or enjoy things that are, um, allow you to take one step at a time, one bite at a time going through. So the fifth line here is a lot about uh, guilt and forgiveness. So I talked about this is one of those spheres that has two expressions. So for example, when we're looking at your activation sequence, the fifth line is, is the management, it's the promoter, it's guiding others. But to get there, through the Venus sequence, we go through healing processes. So, you know, this is, um, it can be, have an essence of um, feeling guilty for honoring your own truth um, and uh, ability to sort of forgive ourselves. You know, when we talked about how sometimes in the beginning I talked about beating ourselves up for things or, you know, holding on to things or wishing we did things differently. And so, you know, with this, it kind of has that quality. So um, those are just some, a few things, but there are so many different expressions and, and options for each one of these gates and lines. So it is definitely good to take time for contemplation and meditation and just really play with them for yourself and see what they mean for you. Mm, thank you for sharing that. And yeah. this was a, a beautiful example of how someone can learn about themselves. And you definitely hit the, uh, you know, <laughs> head on the nail there uh, for me personally. So thank you for, for that. And it all is <laughs> a journey, right? Yeah. And, and we can mm -hmm. always learn. I learned something new about myself uh, today from you. So thank you. Aww. We're never really fully you know, discovered, right? And uh, yeah, yeah I, I love that, um, you know, insights like this can be, um, it, it's, a, it's a lifelong journey we're on, yeah. yes. but also we're coming back to knowing who we truly are, our true yes. essence, that it's uh, insights that really are speaking to that. And uh, I love the jinkies and it's, ways of reaching for a higher vibration with you know the the shadow the gift and the city mm -hmm. it has yes. like three levels of energy if you will uh, within each so it's a very it's a very visionary system as well for for those who want to expand absolutely um, and and reach for a higher frequency so yeah, and thank you for that, bringing that little personal uh, touch to it. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so Cassandra, if somebody is listening and watching here today, and it's like, yes, I want to try this. I want to, you know, of course, uh, you gave um, great guidance on how to get your free chart. But so if somebody wants to take the first step, what would you recommend? Like I am a Gene Keys guide. 
I like to guide through the process. So, you know, when I offer the wisdom of Gene Keys, often it's through a reflection of the full chart with the energetic system of human design and astrology as well. So I I do think that getting that chart um, would be a great way. You're more than welcome to also follow if you wanted to follow my podcast. I know I share a lot of information there, and that is somewhere that you can kind of get into some of that um, some of that. Uh, mix of information as well um you know there but but yeah i really think that you know pulling the chart and you know considering possibly uh doing the uh golden path the venus sequence through the gene keys website which i can um give a link if you wanted to put that in the show description where um listeners can check yes. that out yeah what's your what's the name of your podcast cassandra things i talk about you may have noticed i like <laughs> to talk um <laughs> yes and and what's your website because i i really want people to yeah. come visit you yes uh, on your podcast and or on your website yeah. what's your website so my website is my name cassandradn.com and as of this weekend, I now have on my website the ability to pull a free human design chart. So um, you can pull a human design chart there. And, you know, if that interests you, we can definitely kind of talk more. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone, my go readings. and check out. Yeah. <laughs> go pull a chart from <laughs> Cassandra's website. Yes. Yeah, Any awesome. other uh, last pieces or nuggets of wisdom um, that you want to share with with everyone today, based on what we've talked about, you know, unlocking your heart, using the gene keys for as a source of inspiration and, and information and translating that into your own wisdom. What, what would you leave people with at the end of this episode today? Hmm, I think that where we started was one of the most powerful things just to kind of go back with that is is when it comes to ourselves, when it comes to relationships, you know, when it comes to the fullest expression of our heart and, you know, knowing who we are, it starts off with gentleness, I would say, compassion and gentleness. And I know, you know, at a time my husband once said to me, you know, Cassandra, a lot of people aren't willing to do this sort of, you know, this sort of work, you know, we get busy we get caught up into life and things and as long as we do that like i talked about my iq that 20 busy in a way you know we can't we can't get there until we pause and so if you if you can't if you're not in a place to even contemplate you know the jinkies or the venus sequence yet just just try to be present in little ways throughout your day, start there. You know, that's always a good step. When you're in the car and you're stuck in traffic, you know, instead of being frustrated, take a couple deep breaths, check in with your heart, check in with your body, you know, finding little ways, you know, that you can do this to walk outside, take three deep breaths, notice the air, the trees, nature, 
finding ways to do this is a great way to start opening that door to going on these deeper journeys of self-reflection. So much wisdom right there. Thank you so much for being on New Light Living podcast, Cassandra. Thank you. Thank you. you. And thank you everyone for watching and listening. New Light Living will be back soon with another episode. So thank you very much. Bye everyone.